All right. <laughs> well, folks, yeah. after a brief holiday hiatus, we're back. Episode two of the Mother Fluffin' Butt House. Butt House. Butt House. How's it going, fellas? Well. It's going good. How was the holidays? Decent. They're good. You stayed in town. You stayed in New York. Yeah, I spent mine uh, alone with a gal just at the house cooking food, hanging out. Wow, dude, that's nice. First ever uh, Christmas that I did not see family or anything, but I saw them the week before. It was fine. So this this gal doesn't honor her family, you'd say? Yeah, no, she she had actually. Uh, or are they all dead? She just got out of the clink because she was, uh, you know, fifteen years in after, you know. Is her name Lizzie Borden? Lizzie Boardwalk. <laughs> Glizzy, <Empire. laughs> Glizzy Borland. Glizzy Borland. Like Al Borland from Home Improvement, remember? Is that the guy's name? Is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah. yeah he rules. Yeah. He was a kind soul, wouldn't you Al say? was a good guy. Yeah, Richard Karn. He went on to host Family Feud. He's a good He's yeah. a good guy all around. Here's to Richie. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Well, Thanks, everyone. Holiday. Holiday was good. Nate and I spent it 15 minutes from each other. Did not see each other. But we said, nah, save it for the pod. Well... We would have fucking raged out on New Year's, but I had some shows. I raged with uh, Ethan on New Year's. Here? True. Yeah. I was working at the bar. Um, we yeah. went to Cookies, a Brooklyn staple, where I paid for maybe two drinks, had 12, and then got told it's time to leave at 1 a.m. Ryan, my boss, if you're watching this, Dan's a good oh, friend, shit. and I paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, I, my fucking family had a rager at my house. There was, like, everybody from Windsor was, like, at my parents' house. Really? But I wasn't there. Damn. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Hometown hoedowns are fun. Yeah. I love it. Hometown ho. I Hometown don't love ho. that so much. That's how you get stuck. That's one foot That's in the grave. That's right, yeah. bro. That's right, brother. Well, well, let's fucking cut right to the meat of it, dude. I got a story to tell that you guys Wait, I will for. say before that, though, I did have a sick show in Pittsburgh on New Year's Oh, yes. Yeah. I had three shows with Tropidelic, and they were fucking... Bangers, bangers. Sick. Although I was like deathly ill for the first two, I was, and I don't mean that in rap terms either. <laughs> <laughs> deathly ill. I was mate. fucking deaf and ill. No, I was, I was like sick as fuck the first two shows. I felt like my brain was like overheating while I was trying to rap, and I just kept, like the first two sets, I just had like error after error, and it, and it was really error. Do you think people no, noticed? There think was like you just. Eh, I mean. They probably didn't notice because they don't know how it's supposed to be regular. Yeah. But, I mean, it was just not as smooth. Like, there were just, like, at least, like, one or two big fuck-ups each show. And that was that was during your set or hopping up with the During bands? my set. During okay, my set. yeah. Like, there's a part where I, I, like, build a beat live. And I, I'm holding the mic. Like... You're giving it a real jerk. Get it, get it together, <laughs> yeah, You're dude. giving it a real home alone. <laughs> but... Hold so, it like uh, a man. Yeah, but so... The first set, like, I do this thing each each show where I build a beat for, like, it's like, you know the song Victrola? Yeah. You know, there's, like, the slow half, the second mm-hmm. half. I do that first, and I, like, make this kind of, like, trap beat. You've, uh, you've probably yeah, seen me I've do it. Yeah, I've seen your set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I'm, laughs> I know your songs. This is, uh, you know, it's kind of new, though. Your songs. But anyways, I did that, and... At the first show, it wasn't entirely my fault. The bass was so fucking heavy when I did like the kick. It was like in the yeah, subs yeah. under me, and it would like shook the whole fucking table. And then I just like tried to do the beat, but I couldn't hear like the hi hat, so mm. my timing was fucked up. So I was like, "Oh fuck, let me redo it." 
So then I redid it, and it was still kind of fucked up. And I was like, whatever, we're going to roll with it. And then I accidentally pressed this button that says erase, and I just watched all of it just erase after it took me two tries to make it. And then I was like, motherfucker. I was like, well, this is what we're going to do. And I just like finger finger drummed it live. But like it was in in that whole second half of the song. Yeah. That must have been fucking tough. Yeah. Yeah. It ended up being kind of cool, but but it was like still frustrating. Mm. And then the second show. But you didn't have the like the background high noise, like the. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. But then the second show, I, I fucking did, I do Let's Do This, like, second song, like, always, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I just came in first with the second verse. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, in there, the two verses are not the same length. Yeah. So, it, like, I tried to just go through it, and yeah. there's, like, all these drops and shit, and it, like, just didn't. And then I, I like made it to the second verse, which would was really the first verse. Mm-hmm. And then I lost my place and had to freestyle. And then it, it, was, it was just like, it sucked. Yeah. And I was so fucking pissed and sick and whatever. But then the third show, Pittsburgh, it ruled. That's sick. Anyways, that's my whole fucking I, That was I, my spiel. I did the same second verse thing on Dumb, Deaf, and Blind, which is my last song of my set. Yeah. yeah. But luckily, I was able to just like, because that's, that's one like, the second verse is so much fucking shorter. And the whole track, like, builds. And so it's, like, one of those things where I kind of just, like, smoothly was able to come out of that second verse and was just, like, I had already announced it was my last track, but I was, like, just kind of, like, smoothly was, like, ah, fuck all that. I was, like, I'm doing this track and did Wave Crasher. You just switched it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I did almost, it work good, I, the switch? Yeah, but the the show was so dead. That was at the Rex in uh, Warren yeah. Sugarbush. Where I'm playing on the 19th. Sugar Bush. For Gorilla Nems. Hey. Oh, wow. Wait, so give them a real plug. Where is it? What? When's the date? Sugar Bush, Vermont. Technically Warren, Vermont. On the 19th, opening for Gorilla Nems. Fuck your life. Bing bong. Don't you ever disrespect me. Looking Not like only Gorilla Nems. The way you're looking like that. Uh, and Mac Lethal. He's going to jump rope. Well. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be there with Mr. Burns. Uh... I haven't played with the other group yet. Who is it? Do you know the name? Uh, I feel like he'd have said it. Slade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it's like something in Slade or something. Yeah, John yeah, Slade yeah. or something. John Slade. <laughs> John Slade. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I thought. <laughs> it's a live moot action. It's a live action. Live moot uh, action? Live moot. I was going to say movie. Live moot action. That's yeah. what happens when you go to a farm. You get live moot action. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mr. Vermont over here. I usually open my sets with a story about how my parents, when I was younger, said if you get robbed, to tell the person that you have cancer, because that like humanizes the moment or whatever. Right. The joke is about how I fucked up when it actually happened, and I yelled at the guy, "You have cancer." And then I throw. I thought I had ball cancer for a while, so I had to go see a doctor. And Did you have a lump? Yeah, still do. It's a whole thing. Bro. Uh, but the end. So that my. So that's my first joke. My final joke is about having my balls checked and that whole experience. But it ends with me being like, I didn't know what to say. So I yelled, you have cancer. But I did a benefit for veterans and forgot to do the my parents telling me, say you have cancer joke. (laughs) (laughs) So I go to end my set. And as I'm saying, I'm like, you didn't set it up. And I say that I screamed at a nurse, you have cancer. 
and nobody did it. Everyone oh. was just like, what? <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. Uh, Fuck. Damn. I was also hosting, so I had to keep going back up after that, dude. Ooh. I felt like Rough. such a moron. Everyone's like, did that? you tell him after? You're like, ah, uh, no, there's another dude, part I didn't that. have the confidence. I was fucking Damn. broken down. I literally just would go. Uh, I mean, you're supposed to do that hosting anyways, but I would just go up and be like, all right, give it up for this guy. Next up, this guy. Let's go. And then got the fuck out of there. But Fuck, dude. And plus, it was a weed like benefit. Like They're giving veterans weed, so I was just stoned out of my mind thinking about <laughs> it in the back <laughs> oh, the whole time. Oh, shit. Yeah, it sucked. A man who doesn't even smoke No, weed. I did. I don't know why I said yes to it. It's yeah. money. But, uh, <laughs> did you smoke or did you do like edibles? I have it at the house. They gave me a breath spray that's five milligrams of weed with each spray. What the fuck? I thought she said the whole thing was five milligrams, so I took a triple spray and mm. then talked to the lady. <laughs> I was explaining it to somebody else, and she was like, no, each spray is five. And I was just like, oh. Fuck. Would but you it say didn't... that's the first time in your life you've taken a triple spray? All right. Is this the type of podcast we're doing now, boys? Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but like no. That, to answer your question, no, it's not. Hey, wow. come on the rock, dude. Come on to the rock, dude. <laughs> come on to the rock. The church across the street from our house it says, "Come on to the rock." It's called the Rock Church. We yeah. should say that. <laughs> it's not just inviting you to come on a rock, Gliz. dude. I've always I've wanted to go to that church. Like I'll hear them on Sunday, just like like. Oh, they get after it around here, dude. Yeah, and I'm just like ah. And I'm like, damn, dude. Hear I want to like fucking go in there, but I'm like, I'm like, they don't want my fucking. You'll hear like a sick fucking drum there. fill every once in a while. Yeah, they rip. And the guy's what's like, the, you got to get. What's the park over there? Vaughn King. That's oh, yeah, Vaughn King Park. There's a there's a one right next to that. And every Sunday when I walk by, I'm just like jealous of like everyone in there feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> just I've never felt that good. Just worshiping. Come on the rock. I want to worship. With funky riffs. We could. You start a church jazz band. Yeah. No, no jazz, dude. It's fucking gospel, baby. No right. jazz, just jizz, baby. No, just, no jazz, just jizz. I'm going to come on to the rock. Come on to the rock. That's like the Charlie Wilson Tiny Desk. One of my, It might be my favorite one. I watched it like 50 times. But there's a part where he basically does like a, like a church, like a sermon kind of. That's and he's cool. like... He's like, my name's Charlie Wilson. He's like, I'm from the yeah. Gap Band. He's like, I ain't gay no more. Yeah, pretty much. But no, there's a really funny <laughs> I don't part. Like though. There's a funny part though. He's like, he's like, I. He's like, I was the singer of the Gap Band. He's like, I made a lot of money. I did everything I could ever dream of. He's like, but then I fell on hard times. He's like, I was a crack cocaine addict and an alcoholic. alcoholic. Yeah, he's like, uh, now I'm 15 years clean and sober. You know, it's it's very uplifting, but yeah, it is yeah. funny to hear a guy just go, "I was a crack cocaine addict." It's pretty <laughs> sick. You got a pretty good gospel voice. We might be able hey, to do this. Hey, bro, get me in there. You got to reach down in your pocket, pull out that twenty dollar bill, and put it in the plate now. I don't want to ex- exploit stuff, but maybe we should go to a sermon <laughs> yeah, and fucking riff about it on the pod. Yeah, Eric should, sermon, bro. We should. Or we could fucking... The generic version. <laughs> go to a semen instead, dude. I'll fucking... Nice. Sperm bank, dude, I'd never get accepted. I've thought, I thought... I guess they pay you pretty Why? good. Why? Because you got you a can't... lumpy ball? Yeah, that too. Apparently, it's a calcium buildup, which does not make me too feel much any milk in those balls, I don't know dude. what the fuck is going on, dude. Dan's got, got way too much milk in his balls. I got I four stomachs in my balls. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. They told me that, and then... 
I was like catatonic, just being like, "What the fuck?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's not a big deal." And I was like, "Seems like it." And but I just <laughs> wanted to get out of there. Doctors are uncomfortable. You were catatonic when they said it was a calcium deposit. Yeah, because I was like, you were "What is that?" It was mean? cancer. No, dude. I, I was hoping they were just like, yeah, "It's it's <laughs> fucking thing. It'll go away." Like, Damn, I was gonna get so much sympathy, pussy. Like, if I just had one, it would be way less in the way than two. Yeah, you were hoping <laughs> to remove one. I could have pulled the Tom Green. Had a whole special about yeah. it. Damn, true. I remember that. Yeah. Didn't he show the ball in a jar? Yes. A sample. He's got it in, in a, a jar. jar. Yeah. He That's did at one sweet. point. <laughs> I guess so. I just saw a video. Uh, I think uh, your mom's house posted it. And. Oh. Like Tom Segura's thing. Not to talk about a pod on a pod, but. The lady. There's there's a. They posted this video of this girl and she like apparently got her cervix removed. Tight. And so it was like. Broken in half. I've never seen a cervix in my life. I've only felt one. <laughs> Polly laugh. No, but um, she like has it in Good a little fucking jar. She seems young too to like need to be having your cervix removed and keeping it. Never as too a young, keepsake. Brother. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Fuck is a cervix, anyways. Uh, it's a vagina thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but what's it doing? Uh. Is it like the bouncer? It's <laughs> yeah, like deciding like, who gets the cervix. Out. I think the cervix is like there's like the vagina, the big hole, the vis- the main part, and then the cervix is like a little tube that like comes in. Do so you want that? Yeah, it's like the, I think uh, it, the cervix is kind of like a little. Way. <laughs> it's like like you know how a traffic cone has like the hole on the tip. I feel like that's like inside the vagina. There's basically like a traffic cone, and that's the cervix, and the jizz has to go into the tiny hole. Mm. It's like you jizz in the big hole and it might find its so way into the tiny hole. Why would you ever have hole. to get rid of the cervix? Filled with too much jizz. Yeah. It's going to be more full now. There's no governor on this fucking pussy, <laughs> dude. This is where women <laughs> stop listening. There's no governor. <laughs> I don't think this they is started. Where, yeah. <laughs> our, yeah, all uh, of fan our fan base is strictly male now and everyone's like, oh, fans. I'm finally going to learn what the cervix is. And I'm like, it's the mud room to the house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. It's the screen door, dude. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day, how many different words there are for, like, mudroom. There's, like, the mudroom, breezeway, entryway. You say mudroom weird. Mudroom. Mudroom. <laughs> mudroom. Mudroom. Oh, yeah, dude. but... Bro, so my mom said... that I got that from my mom. She also says garage. Garage. That's the most well, Vermont shit of all time. Garage. It's fucking Vermont. Garage. Vermont. Vermont. So this girl has oh, her yeah. cervix in a little jar with, like, some sort of juice. I don't know okay, if they were fucking... Were you going to say in a dish? In a dish? No. In a Probably bubble gum, bubble gum in a dish. <laughs> How many cervixes can you squish? Fix? <laughs> oh, there you go. But uh, so she has it in a jar, and she's like, "Yeah, sometimes when I get bored, I just like to, you know, take my cervix out." And she like pulls it out. It's like this weird, like this by this thing. It's like almost like a cone shape, but it's like looks like it's sawed directly in half. And she's like. Pulls it out of whatever fucking juice it's sitting in and, like, has, like, long nails and stuff. And she's, just like, wet fingers. Like, she's like, I like to put it together like a puzzle. Ugh. And then she's just like, and yeah. And then just puts it back in. And I'm just like, dude, aren't you going to, are you anywhere near a sink or soap? <laughs> like, I feel like she's like, it's just my organs. And it's like, yeah, dude, it is your organs. You probably shouldn't be grabbing those and, like. Just playing with them. It's crazy. Well, they're dead. <laughs> it is disgusting. Pillowed up right now. You're Fuck. also gripping that pillow for everything you have. She's grabbing it. She's playing with it. She's not near the What else sink. is she doing with the cervix? Oh, keep God. going with the story. Oh, yeah. She, her fingers are so wet. 
No. But I put, I put that over there like 45 seconds ago, and I was like, well, this is awkward. They didn't notice. So then the people <laughs> just watching would be like, oh, well, swing and a miss on that one, buddy. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't be able to see anyway. The camera's, you know, a couple feet away. It's my physical comedy. What, they can't see the pillow? No, they can't see I your see my fucking bony, bone. Dude. My bony. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> keep going. Put the pillow Please in your pants. Please say more about this <laughs> while I fucking. I've actually got elephantitis. <laughs> um, well, let's elephant type. Dan, pick. you had a you had a yeah cool thing happen recently. You were trying to get to. I wouldn't say cool, but uh, we had an event. The boys came with me. I got invited to do a comedy for a Freemason Christmas party. In downtown Manhattan, or uptown, I don't know where the fuck we were. Midtown. Midtown. Midtown Manhattan. And yep. uh, I didn't know anything about the Freemasons, but I thought, well, the money's nice. This will be an experience no matter what. And uh, they allowed me to bring the two boys, so we got to getting. And we all dressed up. Ethan wore his best corduroys. <laughs> Cuffed him up twice. We had to argue with him to cuff once. Yeah, <laughs> fucking look at least a little nice. Looking like fucking uh, uh, <laughs> shit. What's the Mark Twain Huckleberry Finn? The the Masons hate cuffs, dude. That's one thing I've learned from my friends. It's true, but we got there. Uh, number one, very tight security. It was fucking crazy. I've, I didn't know anything about the Freemasons. All I know is that you can't be a woman, so I expected it to be a total dude fest. But when you get in there, there's, like, security at the gates. You have to sign in. You have to show an ID. They have to give you a badge. You have to scan that badge to get in. It was nuts, dude. But we got upstairs. It was supposed to start at, like, 7.30. At 7.30, the guy was like, yeah, we'll start in, like, an hour. So we're wandering around not knowing what the fuck to do with ourselves. Eventually, a band starts playing, and the dude's like, all right, you're going to go up in two songs. And I'm like, nice. I have to poop. (laughs) I go poop. But you're not, like, the same person after you poop for, like, five minutes. you got to, like, get your wits about you. You're just like, all right, I was just in a different world. True. It was not two songs. I literally got out, and they were like, he's calling you on stage. So I'm finishing tucking in, fucking run on stage. Dude, it was a nightmare. It was an absolute... You filmed the whole fucking thing. It was awful. I'd be interested to hear you guys' experience from the back of the room. But well, in, in my interpretation is I walked up there. There's probably 100 people in this room. Everyone's eating. Nobody's looking up at me. I'm having to literally yell into the mic. You guys paid me, so you should probably listen. Like I'm gonna tell, <laughs> I'm gonna tell some jokes right now. There's that one uh, morbidly obese man, and you're just like, dude, your back is to me, right? Oh, now. giving me full back, dude. Full I back. was gonna accuse him of being a football player, the <laughs> closest <laughs> person to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was just like, you you don't care. You're not paying attention. You're giving me full back. He just went, <laughs> yeah. And then just <laughs> kept so true. Fucking it is a, exactly dude. what happened. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, bro. not only am I sweating, I'm like dressed nicely and sweating. It's going terribly. Uh, they told me to be rated R, but not rated X. Halfway through the set, I notice a six year old girl in the back. I'm like, I'm not filthy, but like, it's adult topics, I guess you'd yeah. say. Yeah. So as soon as I see the girl, I'm like, well, can't do that joke. Don't want to do this joke. I'm sweating balls. Don't know what the fuck to do with myself. They don't like me. I've got, like, two people that are laughing and actually, like, paying attention. And all of a sudden, this dude just raises a light in the back of the room, which in any comedy club means wrap it up. It means you got one minute, you got five minutes, like, you wrap it the fuck up. And I'm like, this guy's lighting me. So I'm assuming I have one minute. What else? I don't know what else he'd be doing, sir. You're just confusing me. And he just went, yeah. 
and then walked away. <laughs> yeah, so I brother. still don't know what he was going to do. And then I'm just like, all right, you guys, I'm Dan Gilbert. I get the applause, if you could call it that. I get claps. And then <laughs> You got the clap. I got claps. And then introduce the magician and then they're like no five more minutes and i was just <laughs> like dude i don't you'll have to play the footage i don't know what happened for the next five minutes all right i'm gonna roll the clip and we're back folks <laughs> <laughs> it was bad dude it was very bad i'm glad that you guys were there dan i think you did good i thought it was fucking hilarious dude there was this like some like hispanic lady st- st- like Cayman was uh, standing in front of me, and she was just, like, kept talking to her other friend, uh, like, in between fucking bites of whatever fucking <laughs> quiche she was eating. And she's like... There was not, no quiche there. She, whatever the fuck it was. She's like, he's not doing very good. <laughs> I'm just like, this isn't the... Con-. I wanted to, like, interrupt and be like, lady, this isn't the context for comedy. But... You know. Well, she I didn't did know it. that, so that makes me feel good. <laughs> but uh, I thought about not telling you, but it's kind of funny. No, it's fun to tell. <laughs> uh, no, and then as soon as I got off stage, I just... The guy was doing... So the dude was doing magic tricks, but he was doing what should have been up-close magic 50 feet from everybody. So Which, I couldn't even tell what the fuck he was doing. He yeah. stole a woman's ring at some point point. was like, is this your ring? And she literally went, I don't know. I can't And then had it. to go up on stage and be like, it, it is my ring. It is my ring. <laughs> but I felt bad because I, I was on one. I was immediately getting drunk. And I know when Ethan <laughs> has concern in his eyes that that's when it's like, oh, I might be fucking up. Because I was shit-talking that magician from the back. Oh, you were. I don't know why I was so mad at him, but I was like, fucking guy. Magic tricks, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Fucking So mad. Because people were so intrigued the second they they were were like, here's the magician. And everyone's like, ooh. No, he killed. He did real well. He just has fucking ropes and keeps making the ropes smaller and then put rope the fucking three different ropes together. And it's like, well. Guy was shooting rope. That's pretty cool. But at the same time, like, yeah. I mean, you guys probably get it in music, but when you have a bad set and everyone is just like, great job, I can't help but be like, no. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. But, no, uh, okay, no. And then the fucking kicker, I forget the guy's name that like booked the whole thing. Uh, Ari's boyfriend, very nice guy, super sweetheart, paid me immediately afterwards. Was it Mark? I don't know. Well, he didn't pay you. Who paid you? That's for the Patreon. <laughs> but... uh. <laughs> He immediately afterwards was like, oh, yeah, so uh, the owner of Gotham Comedy Club's brother's over there if you want to go talk to him uh, about your set. I was <laughs> just like, that is the last fucking thing I want to do <laughs> in my life. Nobody will get booked off a set like this. But on the plus side, we randomly got to play beer pong with a bunch of fucking people in the Masonic Hall. It was pretty sick. So that was sick. Well, that Dan, I thought your set was funny, dude. It was good. But it's funny in the context of, like, this is not meant for comedy. Right, it's funny right. that I'm bombing I was, I the whole time. I thought it was time. hilarious. If I was watching one of my friends bomb up there, I'd be like, this is the best night of my life. Yeah. Like, this is so yeah. fun. It was like I was just watching you get tortured, so it was pretty Being pretty up there, I did, un- yeah, dude. I went under. I did get paid immediately, which was dope. And then we played beer pong. And they gave us free range to roam all four floors that they owned in that building, which is nuts. That was that awesome. Genuinely was one of the weirdest nights of my life. Maybe we save all that stuff for the page. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. We're already getting into it. I Fuck guess it. that's true. I don't think they knew what was locked and what was unlocked. Because some of the rooms we went in definitely should have been locked. Oh, dude. Yeah, we went in this one room that was like a fucking 
seance room. The like, altar like, room. Yeah, it was like an, was it called the altar room? No, it just had a giant altar. Yeah, room. like it looked like a place where they like sacrifice a virgin. And you know, luckily I get a ton of pussy, so I didn't have to worry. About <laughs> Ethan it. did almost get on the table; he was ready to go. Yeah, the the boys told me to fucking stop leaning on the <laughs> sacrificial yeah, well, he, thing. He it started rolling away. As rolled. I, I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. it's very like rare it. that you have to, especially because we weren't like shit faced. But for Nate and I to both in unison be like, don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, when those two were like, don't do what you're doing, I was like, oh. Dude, it was a scary room. So it looked like the inside of a pyramid or like hieroglyphic shit everywhere, multiple yep. colors everywhere, eight foot bronze uh, George Washington statue in that bitch. True. But the altar room had two like thrones on either side of it and then um, almost like pews in a church all around the room. So it's just like, what is going on here? And there was also a half Poland spring left next to one of the thrones. To leave me to believe that someone, someone there. was there. <laughs> the king was thirsty. Someone had just been there. <laughs> there was also a little like handwritten notebook that Ethan was like, take it. Like, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you need that. <laughs> it's got the secrets. Dude, it, it absolutely felt like a place we were not supposed to be, though, for sure. I, Everything I don't else know was that locked. we were. No, we definitely weren't supposed to be. But we ran into one fella that we'll talk about later, but he was just like, yeah, let me know if you want to get in anywhere. And I just wanted to see that theater. Because right. I thought yeah. when I Googled this place, it was a fucking massive theater that I was anxious but very excited for being like, I'm going to bomb no matter what. But like, I mean, that would have made significantly more sense than where they had you play. Yeah, easily. we played in a fucking narrow room that was like 20 it was like wide a little by banquet hall. Long. Like It was like a basically a glorified lunchroom. Yeah. Also, and, and the tables were, it was two really long tables. I guess if you if the video's on, you'll see it. What the fuck it is, anyways? But it's two really long tables, so everyone's sitting sideways. So it's like you know, it's always fun to watch comedy like this. Well, then there's the table connecting <laughs> yeah. them, so it was actually a U. That's why that guy's back was to me the whole right, fucking time. Right, everyone's eating fucking pasta salad. The yeah. whole time, just like smashing pasta salads. And quiche. They did have a big <laughs> ass. Table, you have a big ass. <laughs> Everyone there had a big ass. <laughs> that was awesome. No, but they had a huge table full of booze so and like a whole booze. fridge full of beer. So many booze. Did not expect that. I, I never found, saw that coming. I found out that night that Jose Cuervo is like considered a shit ass tequila. Yeah, you didn't know that. No, dude. It's no good. I told I one of that. well because you got to remember too. Mid. Mm. No, it's yeah, like totally. low low. Apparently, it's mm. not low low low, but well, it's lower mid. So everyone there is fucking. Well off. We're like the poorest people there by many multiples. But one of the dudes, when I was like, I can't believe that tequila is around here. And he's I'm like, rich, Dan. What the well, fuck are you talking about? But the dude was just like. <laughs> I got millions of I dollars. I said, I can't believe there's tequila here still. And he was like, tequila. So is a. I was just like, damn. Every time I've been like, I, I can afford okay tequila. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can't no, afford it. Everyone I'm selling it to or buying it from is What would you say is better than Jose? You know, the mid shit, mid would be like Espelon, Espelon or like Hornitos or fucking. Uh, but I would think Hornitos is on the same plane. I think it's above. As Jose. I think it's a little bit. I like Jose. Hornitos. Well, what's the, the Terramana, dude? Or Casamigos. That's like Casamigos. That's like upper Casamigos mid. Casamigos is. That's upper mid. Uh, what is yeah, it? Yeah, I would say upper mid. Milagro is the blue bottle. Milagro yeah, fucking yeah. blows. Is dude. it O or uh, Milagro? Milagro. The blue, like the bottle is blue? The bottle is blue, and that shit fucking sucks, dude. Most tequila I can, like, take a shot of without a face. That shit will make me wretch. 
Don Julio. Eighteen hundred. That's another Tapatio. one, right? Eighteen hundreds one, yeah. But anyways, welcome yeah. back to the Tequila Podcast, folks. Yeah. I was trying to come up with a pun. I couldn't do it. Yeah, my parents always got Jose Cuervo, and they're fucking cheapskates, dude. That's what I grew up drinking, and every shot, I'm like, ah. But they got the gold also, which is gold is gold. Yeah, I've gotten no gold is better. You like that more? I've gotten into gold because it's the reposado. Gold, Uh, yes. I guess gold means we're just saying a bunch of shit. We think what it means. Whatever. I think gold is like it's been fermenting longer. And to get all the shit out of it is where the white stuff comes in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would know. Damn yeah, it. Yeah, you know all about when the white stuff comes in, don't you? Yeah, you guys are missing the fact that I said, and then you got to get out of it where the white stuff comes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyways, well, that night, I was very glad you guys are there. I was glad we got to talk about it. But boy, was I just mad, sweaty, and had a check in my hands the whole night. I thought you did mad good. Oh, yeah. And then There's, I got locked in the fucking basement. Oh, I, fu- forgot about I, I was that just going to say, I do have a really funny thing to bring up while we're on the yeah, subject. Get it. But I was going to save it for the fucking Patreon. Just let it rip, bud. But you motherfuckers should pay for the Patreon. But this time, I'll let it slide. Facts. I'll let it slide. Facts. So it'll probably be free this week, too, anyways, just because. Got to fucking reel them in. True. Dude. Yeah. Reel them in. Come on, everyone. Come on. Come on. Come on. But, Come on, um, little fishy daddy's hungry. <laughs> so, <laughs> on that, we're pretty uh, ripped up at this point because they had the fucking whole Jose table. Well, I was drinking the Jameson they had. I was drinking Jameson gingers. I had like fucking four of them and like three plates of pasta salad. Everyone's hanging out, party down in the Masonic Hall. Super fucking weird. Did not expect that. Me and Dan need to smoke cigarettes. Cigarette smokers. So we're all hyped up. We leave Nate alone to talk to this fucking Dude, guy. Wait, which guy was I talking to? Uh, the man with the the longer hair. He seemed cool. The guy that I accused of being a magician. You just saw him and you were like, "You must be the magician." They he told was me, like, "No." <laughs> then he's told like, "I'm me not." There was a guy named Mike that was a magician. This dude walks in. Everyone else is dressed to the nines, suits and all that shit. This dude has a leather jacket, long hair, sparkly shirt, and I'm just like, "You guys were oh, concerned hey. about my cuffs." I was just like, "Oh, hey, you're Mike the magician." And he was like, "No." I used to perform. <laughs> I was like, all right, so I'm close, dude. Like, well, he still looked like, he didn't look shitty. He just looked like kind of gay. But like, he looked still classy. He looked like Chris Angel. He looked like, yeah, like <laughs> like dorky, but cl- you know what I mean? Cool dorky guy, Dorky butt clown. <laughs> he, looked he looked like, like a, a dorky, dorky butt, butt clown. clown, dude. I don't know. Nah, dude, but yeah, he was a nice guy. We, we chatted it up for a while. Loved him, hated him, blew his brains out. Jeff, the dude that does your graphic stuff, randomly was like, I know that guy, and sent (laughs) a picture of me and him to that (laughs) same guy that I accused of being a magician when I told Jeff the story at a bar weeks later. And uh, Jeff sent a caption along with it that just said, he did comedy at the show, and the Chris Angel-looking guy just wrote, I remember. Yeah. That's two, it. Two so words. Weird. One I period. remember. Yeah. Wow. So it was that bad. No fucking uh, no, terrible. Um, no niceties with that. No, no need. Mm. Anyways, Ethan, uh, you and I decided to go smoke butts. Yeah. And uh, so it was what four flights down. We could have taken the elevator, but we decided for whatever reason. We kind of like walked out of there all hyped off of you know four or five cocktails probably, and then. Uh, 
so again, the Masonic Hall is like the architecture in there is fucking insane. Like the inside is nuts. And we fucking start going down the stairs and God, just the bathroom here is nuts. Little little fucking boys all of a sudden start racing like as in me and Dan yeah, little boys. Going, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I said little like boys start little boys racing around us. <laughs> I said like little boys start running down the stairs but it almost sounded like like comma little boys start running down the stairs. Anyway, we're racing each other down the fucking steps being loud as fuck. And uh we nice. get to the second level, and there's like this. the The stairs stop going in a circle. It's <laughs> You're a crop. Killing it, dude. Thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> uh, there's another stair set, but it's like a slimmer stair set, and there's literally a fucking orange cone in front of it. And Dan starts running down it, and immediately in my mind, I was just like, "No, <laughs> like I'm not going down there." And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to take the elevator to race him and see if the elevator is quicker. And so I assume I I get to the bottom of the elevator. I'm like, Dan must be outside already. He must have fucking smoked me in that race. And so I go outside, go to light up a cigarette. I look left and right, and I'm like, I don't see Dan. I don't know, man. And so I was like, "Mm, seems weird. I was like, he also ran down the fucking orange cone stairs. I'm like, that's probably not good. So I go back inside, hit my little QR code on the super gate there, and uh, the fucking man behind the desk is, like, looking at me funny because I look fucking funny to be in the Masonic Hall. He's probably like, this fucking guy, I don't trust him. So I get back to the area where the elevator is, and there's also, I realize, no stairs. There's no stairway in that area. So I was like, oh, no. And then I just hear from the other side of a fucking metal wall, like where it kind of looks like an elevator, but it's like a serious door with like codes on it and shit to get through. I just hear Dan on the other side of that wall, like talking to somebody, like explaining himself, like, like he's being berated by like a mother. And he's just like, I know, I know, I'm sorry, I fucked up, like I just... I can't get out of here. And I thought he was talking to like guards or something like, like you were strapped to a chair in the Masonic <laughs> hall basement or something. Banging like, his nuts with a rope with a big <laughs> knot in it. So I don't hear him anymore. And I could only like <laughs> remotely hear him from the other side. So I only caught like the last three sentences probably. And I'm like, Oh no. I was like, all right, well I'm going to go smoke outside anyway. Maybe he'll be out there. And luckily, by the time I got back outside, Dan was just around the corner. But, yeah, that was very interesting. I was like, Bro, Hide and Christ. seek. Grown man, hide and seek. It's nice. I ran do down it. the orange cone stairs. But what you're forgetting is him and I locked eyes as I was in the stair set. And I went, I don't know about this one. And then just went, fuck it. And ran down, <laughs> ran down the stairs. Immediately hear the door lock behind me. And I'm in like a service basement. So there's 30 doors around me to get outside, but all of them are locked. And I'm like, all right, I'll go back up the stairs. Nope, that's also locked. And I'm just like, dude, like, I don't have my phone. I'm locked in a Freemason basement. Like, what the fuck? So eventually I run over to this thing that says, like, press to talk or whatever. And I pressed it, and they're just like, hello. 
I was like, yeah, I like raced my friend down in the basement. I was just like full honesty. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like I raced my friend. I ended up in the basement. I can't seem to get out of here. And they're like, yeah, you're not supposed to be in there. And that's what I was just like. Yeah, I figured that by like what's happening <laughs> like, right I now. I can't get out. I figured what's happening. And they were just like, go to the other side, like straight side, and we'll buzz you out. I'll watch you on the cameras. And I was like, all right. So they already know I'm here. They've been watching me on the cameras. <laughs> just push at every door and eventually like pull my hair and be like, oh, my God. Oh, and fuck. I finally go to the door. They say nothing's happening. And I'm, I'm like, are you kidding me? So I start like booting the door a little bit. And then finally I press the button again. And the guy's like, Paul, pull the door open, dude. The breeze when I get outside, Holy I've hell. never felt so good in my life. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, and then we Paul. had to go. Paul. Then we had to go back up to the party after that. Was the guy? Did he seem pissed? Oh yeah, hundred percent annoyed. Oh, just dude. a dumb fucking middle thirties white guy fucking running around drunk in the basement. <laughs> of course he's pissed. <laughs> it would have been better if you were just like, I'm the comedian. <laughs> Yeah, I'm working on new material. <laughs> I'm actually the comedian. I'm like the funny guy. After that set, <laughs> nobody would have believed me, dude. Fuck, yeah. dude. That is great. Yeah, it was a hell ride of a night. And then uh, the three of us went to get on the G train. It didn't exist. You and <laughs> you and uh, Ethan argued about that for quite some time. Right, And then right. we ended up having to get on a bus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. The bus does not tell you what stop you're at, so we just got off close to... Uh, Rockarola mm. ended up drinking far <laughs> too much and then just taking an Uber home. True. So we had three modes of transportation. Right, right. Yeah. Hell that of a was night. fun. That was a hell of a night. If dude. you guys weren't there, I would have I would have fucking jumped off the eighth floor of that building. Probably wouldn't have died, but would have gotten the attention I needed. You just straight fucking like, I would have sacrificed myself in their sacrificial chamber. Yeah. True. Was it what do they call it when the Japanese people do it? Seppuku or something? Where the samurais like kill themselves? Yeah. I was thinking of Harry Carey. I thought it was Sudoku. Sudoku. Is it Harry Carey? What's Harry Carey? I think that's just... I don't know. That's what we call those hairy bitch in my <laughs> junior high. That's what they called John Carey when he was wearing <laughs> Yeah, when he, when he hit puberty before all his friends. <laughs> hey, Harry Carey. Harry you're late for Carey. practice. Fucking A, boys. Yeah, no, that was quite the night, man. That was quite the night, dude. I'm excited to see the footage because, uh, well, not so much the footage. And you guys got beaten beer pong by some girls. Is that, that true? Is true. Did yeah, we you get guys beat? Fucking got smoked. Yeah, the homeschooled girl. She admitted that she was homeschooled to you, and you just kept like, you were kind of buzzed, and you just kept being like, "All right, homeschool." Like you were like picking <laughs> on things she knows or not. Like you're like, "Wow." Not bad for someone who was homeschooled. Well, I'd like to think I was more clever than that, but probably not. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, you were killing it. She dude. took it well. Oh, and then you. I would look over and Nate's just in his little blazer or whatever you were in. Like, I was just not filming. wearing a blazer. <laughs> what were you wearing? Just you looked a very striped thin that shirt. Night. Oh, okay. <laughs> Man, you know the way under his you skin. You say it looks now, very huh? thin. You did look thin. Well, you. Thank you. You had your hair up, right? Yeah, I had, a, I had the bun going. Yeah. I was were showing you off my buns. Is I was tucked was? at the beginning, yeah. Yeah, maybe we that's what it was. We were all tucked, except for Ethan. Yeah. Um, no, I was tucked. I wore Nate's belt. All right. 
I was tucked. Oh, and the one thing Nate didn't film was this nice Russian lady telling me for five minutes that she really liked me and that I did a great (laughs) job and that I should continue and that she sees good things in my future. And I literally, as she's saying all this nice stuff, I see Nate just like put the camera down and start putting it in the back. (laughs) Well, nobody wants to see that, Dan. Yeah. Nobody wants to see you get your flowers. Everybody wants to see you fucking get... Tortured and get your <laughs> nuts hit with it. It's so, so much Not more it. interesting to see somebody go through turmoil, but well, especially because I kept like I wasn't even mixing the tequila. I was just fucking pouring like half glasses of tequila. Yeah, you were ripping. slugging that shit, dude. People were noticing too. I noticed towards the end, people would like. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, whatever, dude. You guys yeah. should have been nicer to me up front. <laughs> Funny guys yeah. drinking again. The funny guy's drinking again, dude There was, shout out to like the 8 out of 100 people there That actually were watching and like laughing Yeah The rest of you I was one of them, dude Yeah, that was the one highlight That happens at every comedy show Like if my friend bombs Every time there's a silence after a joke It's like the funniest It's the funniest thing in the world And I understand that but every time a joke would miss, I'd look over and just see you guys cracking up and be like, at least there's that. <laughs> like, well, the, they seemed to enjoy the boys are having fun. There was yeah. also definitely people like looking at me and Nate laughing, eating pasta salad, just like being like, <laughs> what the fuck is up with these kooks? Like, what's going right, on? Right, right. Like, well, because, yeah, we walked in, the three of us, and they're like, so you're the comedian? And then they're just like, and you guys? Are, <laughs> so, yeah, we what are in, you? There's only like, I'm, there's like, like, I'm the cameraman. Well, Dan said I was his manager. Yeah, so <laughs> that's exactly the point I was going to bring up. There's like two old ladies in the fucking room and the guy greeting Dan. He's like, so you guys are the comedians? And Dan goes, well, this is, he's like, I'm the comedian. He's like, this is my manager and this is uh, my friend. <laughs> he had no official role for me like, in his like, mind. Dude, Ethan could have been the manager, and I could have been the camera That's guy. What I, exactly. Instead, in I my was mind, everything. I was like, "Dude, you blew that." I was everything. They told me to say, "One of the guys is your manager." Nate had a ponytail. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> it yeah, was a true. fun, dude. I, thought, I don't look what? like I can even manage my own fucking. <laughs> I didn't think you looked bad. I just Life. didn't. I I definitely swung and missed at the end when I hit him with. That's a friend. <laughs> uh, my friend. I also, say that's my publicist. Shout out to them, too, because originally I invited Ethan. He said he couldn't go, and you were supposed to be out of town. And then it got flip-flopped, so I invited you, and he was supposed to be out of town. And then I just straight up, I asked for one friend. And in the second email, I just wrote, am I still good to bring both friends? And he just was like, yeah. I was like, all right, sick. I didn't know if it was going to be a whole There was plenty of room in the room. One thing I know about life is it all works out in the end. Yeah, bro. Or it doesn't, and you die with questions. It all comes back to me. I don't question death anymore. <laughs> no matter how it's hard, you try. Or it doesn't no, even matter. No matter how, how it's hard, you try. <laughs> That's a good metaphor. No That's a good fortune hard, cookie. You try. No matter how it's hard, you try. No matter how it's hard, you try. That's what the fucking Russian lady said to Dan, Daniel yeah. after his fucking set. You did Daniel, bad. You did good. No matter how it's hard, you try. A tiger mountain. It was funny. And then she was like, I used to love to smoke opium. Yeah, you said something about heroin, and <laughs> she was just like, It used to be no. so much better than it is Don't now. Don't remember that. Yeah, oh, she weird. said that opium was like the jam, and she was all about that. And yeah. We were talking about, you're from New Hampshire. Yeah, and she and said she it's beautiful, like, but there's a heroin problem. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or maybe I said that, and then she said, oh, heroin's good. <laughs> 
Oh, Halloween so It used good. to be so good. I used to smoke all And then her husband, her kids are like surrounding her with her husband. And she's, <laughs> her husband's kind of being like, babe, let's go. And she's just like, I want to talk to Dan <laughs> about opium. <laughs> babe, we need to go or I'm putting you back in that shipping container and sending you back to fucking Serbia. A whole woman in one container. <laughs> the it's a wooden box filled with packing peanuts. Oh, a shipping container is like uh, the back of <laughs> oh, a like the freight, the freight yeah. from Russia with opium. She's in a whole freight from yeah from <laughs> Russia with love, but from Russia with opium and packing peanuts. Yeah, that's the joke. She was from Russia with love. She gave I me nothing that. but hype, dude. That is true. She was a sweet lady from Russia with glove. Dan Bond. <laughs> Dan Bond. Does that work? Yeah. It's all right. Oh, I thought you meant he bonded with the lady, but I get that. Too. I thought he said Dan bombed at first, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah, but oh. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> We've established that, and I'm like, "Yeah," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah. sure." No, Fuck it was you. a bomb. Dan Bond works Wasn't from Russia with love. Works. I've never seen any of the old James. No, from bomb, Russia with opium. True. From Russia with glove. True. From Russia with chub. That's true, man. It's a kind of fat guy from Russia. Dude, I wish I had a slightly fat Russian friend so I could say from Russia with Job. That'd be good. Damn. I All don't the know. Time. Nonstop. I don't know if it. Russians get chubby. <laughs> There's not a thing. Dude. <laughs> it happens to the worst. There's of too us. many men named Boris to not be to not be a couple fat <laughs> to ones. To not dude. be a little porous. Yeah. Ooh. Hey. Whoa. Rapper. This guy's a fucking rapper. A rapper. I smell a rapper. Come out uh, here, you rapper! <laughs> Come out here, you rapist! <laughs> oh, I've been I've been hooked on old WWF clips. I watched yeah. it, the Attitude Era, growing up. My parents wouldn't let me watch it, and I wasn't allowed TV past eight. And I had to keep my bedroom door open so they could see the TV on the wall. And I would put a T-shirt in front of the TV and like watch behind it with the volume. They didn't on let zero. you watch it. No, they didn't want me watching it. It was too violent, and it was on past eight, which was my bedtime. So I would sneak wrestling on zero volume. Damn, so I'd bro. have to just add my own comments. But, dude, the Attitude Era is so good. I showed you the clip of uh, Stone Cold just chugging a bunch of milk that shit and was then fucking <laughs> slugging Booker T. He also just drove a Zamboni at one point <laughs> into the ring and then attacked people. He drove a Bud Light truck and then sprayed everyone with beer. Sick. Kurt Angle drove a milk truck down to the ring and then sprayed everyone with oh, milk. Oh, that's so a little crazy. more sus, dude. So sick. Oh. If I got sprayed with milk, I'd be furious, dude. I'd be uh, absolutely fuming. Have today? you all ever... Oh, no. Oh, no, you're good. Have you all ever chugged a gallon, tried to chug a no, gallon? No, dude. I that never shit, thought I could do that it. That shit, like... There's no just, way. Grotesque. I've tried three times. That's three too many, bro. I got it the Danny last gallons. one, but l within five minutes, it was just puking in bushes. See, I'm more like, you know, saltine challenge, maybe the cinnamon challenge. You're a savory guy. No, it's just I don't want to do something that's going to make me throw up everywhere. It's like, you know, people do the thing. Well, what, you're going to dehydrate and die the other way. Well, I can drink water after. Yeah, I guess that's true. There's no getting that milk out without <laughs> fucking spewing. There's it's no like, way getting it, that the milk The other out one was though. the... You, you, you eat a banana and then drink an entire bottle of Sprite, and you can't do it. It, like, bubbles out. It, it, it like, shoots out, like Coke and Mentos, kind of. Mm. Diet Coke and Mentos. I've seen people trying to drink an entire Sprite just, like, no air. Just, like, guzzle it. You and, can do it. Uh, that's a lot of carb. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the sound I make after 
downing a gallon of milk. Of dude. Calm. <laughs> Speaking of driving funny trucks, not into a wrestling ring. Uh, I was on my way back from grabbing a coffee and doing laundry this morning, and right by Mike's Pizza, uh, I see this fucking truck. It's like a big cement truck, and it's like parked obscurely halfway into the road, and it looks like it's like filling. Like there wasn't construction in that area, but it just, the fucking, what do you call it? Like company name is Corona. And but I was it's just not like, the beer? No, not at all. No, it was a big cement truck. And I'm just like, are these guys pumping more fucking illnesses into a building to spread? Uh, like coronavirus? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I see. That's all. Also, when I was doing laundry, I was Were feeling... they Chinese? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell. I don't know. I couldn't see their eyes. But, um... <laughs> they had glasses on. I, I did it. <laughs> you did it, dude. But, uh... I was filling my laundry card. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm not 35. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Give it a couple years, maybe. That's the only thing stopping you. I was filling my laundry (laughs) card. The age requirement. And uh, I put five dollars in, and this girl behind me was just like randomly goes, "Ew," (laughs) and I was like, "What the fuck?" Wait, what? (laughs) I was filling my laundry card doing laundry earlier put five dollars yeah. into the machine to fill my laundry card and she just randomly goes ew to you i don't know i later saw that she was wearing like earbuds but uh, that's the, on the only thing that she said the whole time that i was in the laundromat for five solid minutes she was on the phone that's a bad conversation anyway yeah, yeah exactly i and don't know one ew and five all I know is I'm self-conscious every time I go and do laundry because it's just a weird experience being in a laundromat. I hate I hate it so laundry much. Laundromats are fucking anarchy, dude. It dude, sucks. it's crazy. There's no rules. There's no. shit everywhere. People are screaming. There's no left and right side of the road. Carts are fucking everywhere. Yeah. And it's also, crazy. like, I hate you having to use the carts. It's like everybody puts their dirty ass fucking clothes in these carts, and then I have to follow them with mine. No, I, I hate mean, the carts because they're an awkward size. So you have to like slightly bend yeah. over. Yeah, like, <laughs> I like to wheel. do a cool like spin maneuver with it. Like oh, I just no kind of throw the thing around. I look. Oh, cool you're haphazard. You don't give a shit. Oh, I look about cool as fuck in the laundry belt. You're gonna part lie. of the reason they're fucking in. That's why I was so thrown off by the ill. I th- I think she was grossed out. I only put five dollars on my laundry card. It shows Ew. how little I do laundry. Like if I had thrown a fucking 50 in there, she would have been like, damn. Dude, speaking of fucking money, I was walking to the grocery store today, and I passed this... First, I passed the homeless lady. I, she probably wasn't even homeless. I think it might have been the can I hold something ch- fucking chick. No, it's not her. I know exactly who it is. She was sitting on the sitting steps. Sitting on the stoop like, a like, block away. Like, excuse me, excuse me, can I have a dollar? I yep. was like, no. And I just kept walking, but then I felt bad, and I was like, you fucking dickhead. You should have given her a dollar. Fuck it. So then I, I walked past this other homeless dude who was older, and he had a fucking cane, and he was all like, like he was actually falling on some hard times. Yeah. And he's like, and I was like, all right, brother, I'll give you a dollar. So I give him a dollar, and he's like, can I have another one? And yeah. I was like, what? No. And I'm like, dude, that shit is infuriating. Dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, what is wrong with these f- stupid fucks? It's like, be appreciative. I'm never, ever giving you another dollar as long as I live. 
We live right next to a grocery store. Bastards. There's always these two dudes out front. Always. Every time they ask for money. It was when I first got here. And the ATM, unfortunately, is right next to the exit with a window. So they can see that you're getting money. So he asked me again. He comes in through the exit and asks me again as I'm taking money out of the ATM. And I'm like, no, dude. Like, kind of barking. And then I'm like, you got two bucks. So I gave him $2. And he immediately is like, hey, man, I didn't want to say anything. But, like, it is my birthday. Can I get a 20? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yo, dude. No, you can't have a 20. Nuts, also, bro. what do you mean you didn't want to bring this up? <laughs> like, yeah. you brought it up. I didn't want to say anything, but a happy birthday to me, I guess. <laughs> That's crazy. I got hit the other day walking. This lady, I think she might be from around this part. She had pink hair, older lady. Sounds about but right. I was smoking a butt, and uh, she was just like, hey, can I get one of those? And I was like, I, they're up in the apartment. I literally only brought this butt. And I kept walking, and she just goes, hey. And I turn around, and she just goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? And then laughs and keeps walking. Bro. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, it got me pretty Bro, good. Bro, <laughs> that's sick, dude. Uh-oh. Damn, I want to get... All right, folks, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we're back with the Bud House. And, Technically. Uh, let's continue, dude. We got about eight minutes left, roughly. You know, we're going to do more, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. So the cigarette lady gave you the tongue. She gave you the snake tongue. Uh, I have a similar experience with a man, <laughs> except he didn't give me snake tongue. I was just grabbing a pizza for the boys right before this episode, and I was standing outside smoking, and I look through the window, and this older gentleman just looks at me, and he points to his food and goes, yeah? And I'm like, I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. Like, I don't really care what he was saying. I didn't really understand it. And then he goes, hold on. And he starts walking around outside. And he's just like, oh, you want some food? And I was like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm just waiting on a pizza. And he's like, oh, okay. And deep down in my head, I was wearing this exact outfit, and it's cold outside. And I was like, dude, I think he thinks I'm fucking homeless. <laughs> like, I think he thinks I'm a man of the streets smoking a cigarette outside uh. of the pizza place hoping for some food. And, like, Damn. on a rough one. And then he comes outside. And, like, once I said I'm waiting on a pizza, I think he maybe felt bad. And then came out. He's hopping on his scooter. Puts his food away. And even, like, excusably is just like, oh, like, no, I just, you know, God is good. I ask everyone if they want some food when I'm leaving a place or something like that. And I was like, oh, no, thank you, sir. And he said, uh, God bless you three times to me. <laughs> God bless what you. What a sweetheart of a man. Bless your heart. Yeah. Bro, you fell in hard times. Yeah. You know, I look fucking homeless. That's fine. <laughs> Did you guys ever, when you were leaving a restaurant, but you notice like there's some untouched delicious food on tables that have already left? Yes. Y'all ever fucking? Nope. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> have I even... thought about it? Yes. I've taken slices of pizza. That's one Slices thing. of pizza is different, though, I think. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, people are touching it, but it's not mm -hmm. like you don't... If it's chicken wings, you're like, well, where's that been? I mean, yeah. I used to wash dishes and, like, then became a cook at a Harpoon Brewery in Vermont. And they had some pretty good appetizers, and every once in a while, there would be, like, the majority of the shit left, and there's not fucking napkins on it. Nothing looks gross. You can just tell someone didn't eat something, and it's still fresh. Finger food shit, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, grab a little mozzarella stick, eat that. Be a little it. mozzarella. A little jalapeno popper. 
I washed dishes at Shirley's in Claremont and definitely, I mean, I was like 16. Scrounging. I, there was like sandwiches and one part didn't have a bite, so I'd fucking smash a bite. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Danny sandwiches, dude. Yeah, yeah man. Kidding. Hey. You it's still kidding. Though, it like they're grabbing it there. Yeah, you know, it's not it's ideal. I wouldn't still do it. And it's yeah, right, <laughs> the most embarrassing. I've dated girls where I'm just like, I'm going to take some of that food. And they're like, no. But you can feel that like everything they think about you just changed very quickly. Yeah. Wait, did I show you that extreme sh- uh, cheapskates show? Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking With the guy outrageous. who was like during the meal, he's like, I got to go. It, it was in Vermont too. And the guy's like, oh, I got to. She's like, you know. Roger does this thing. It really bothers me. Whenever we go out to eat, he always has to ask other people if he can have some of their food. <laughs> and he like goes around table to table. And he's like, "Hey, uh, do you think you're gonna? Are you done with that?" He's like, "Could I have some fries?" Or gets a to-go box mid meal and just just yeah, just walks like up other people's <laughs> shit. Yeah, just like, do you think you're gonna finish all this? What would you do if he came up to you? I'd be like, dude, I'm taking these leftovers for me. Are but what nuts? if you... So say you weren't going to take them, though. If I wasn't going to take them, I'd be no. like, yeah, yeah dude, there whatever. you go. I'd knock my plate over. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. That guy, <laughs> Dude, that I whole liked episode, no. He's a piece of work, I thought he was dude. funny, dude. He's, he's cute. He When what, he bought... He got his wife that weird squishy skull for their anniversary. dumpster diving... He went dumpster diving, bought her like a tea kettle for that he like didn't even clean up that well. Yeah, and then brought her to essentially a fucking rundown diner, <laughs> and then uh, went to a dollar store and came out and was like, "I spent three dollars seventy cents. I'm a little over budget." Yeah, it's like, yeah, dude, yeah. you have a full time like, job. He's like, <laughs> he's like, uh, when he's looking in the dumpster, he pulls out the. Well, at first he pulls out flowers and they're like fake flowers, and he's like, but they're all covered in like dirt and yeah. garbage. But he's like. Oh, these are pretty nice. I could clean these up. And then he pulls out the tea kettle and it's all fucked. It's all dented yeah. and dirty. And he's like, he's like, oh, Cheryl likes tea. And if it's free, it's for me. <laughs> and then when he's in the dollar store, he grabs the fucking animal crackers and he's like, he's like, oh, Cheryl likes animals. She likes crackers. Perfect gift. <laughs> but, but dude. And he grabs it, that weird little squishy, it's like a little skull, and when you squeeze it, the eyeballs yeah, pop yeah. out. And when he gives it to her, she's laughing. Like, she loves it. She's like, lights right up, dude. She's like, it's weird, but it's, I, it's kind of funny. It's like Stockholm Syndrome, dude, for mm. sure. And those <laughs> animal crackers are definitely outdated by like two years. Bro, yeah. he's probably got the hog on him. He's giving it to her. Oh, she's he's like, that's hog dogging. Yeah, dude. bro. You seen the way he was walking. He's fucking bowling. Yeah, but the bush on that man who won't pay Bro. for razors. Yeah. There's no yeah, fucking yeah. way, yeah. dude. Yeah, he talked about ways he he reuses uh, disposable razors. He's like, oh, you could sharpen them he up. He reused paper towels, dude. Yeah, he yeah, fucking hung them up to dry. Yeah, <laughs> clothespin over the fucking sink. And with the the little toothpaste, he like he's like people think you know you squeeze it as much as you can. That's it. He's like, no. He's like, cut the thing. Yeah. And then when he he goes to the. Like, like McDonald's, like yeah, he goes to like McDonald's or something, and he gets like a million ketchup packets. What do you got for me today? Yeah, he's filling, squeezing, squeezing all the ketchup packets into the <laughs> bottle of ketchup. It's fucking nasty. That's the Nuts, grossest dude. thing. That's even like grosser than. For some reason, that is like grimier than even drying paper towels, which is still disgusting. But like, 
Squeezing ketchup packets into a bottle of ketchup is like just disgusting to me. I don't know, man. Anything like old opposite. ketchup is grotesque. That's the least disgusting and atrocious thing that well, but he Ethan, did. you got well, to yeah, think I mean, the bottom right, of that ketchup has been there for five yeah, years. Yeah, that's that's the no, point. And for like sure. the, around the rim, it's got to be so crusty and yeah, like hardened. Yeah. Everything in that guy's life is crusty and hardened, <laughs> dude. I swear. That bathroom's probably fucking disgusting. You were worried about uh, watering down soap earlier. The, 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 that house hasn't seen full soap in decades, dude. That, yeah. I, I, I kind of want to watch an ep now when we're done with the page, but like. Sadly, it's just that one ep with that guy. Oh. And his is the funny one, and then all the others are kind of dark, but he's like, it's comedic throughout the whole thing. He's like laughing about it. I almost feel like it's a shtick. It's almost doing. like hoarders where you're like, this is going to be fun. Yeah, and then you're yeah. just like, it's oh like, my God. But his was funny. But the, yeah, the other ones, I'm just like, oh, fuck. Did There's you- a lady who, who uh, got rid of toilet paper and she, she uses like rags. Yeah. And she's got like Ooh. four kids. And so they wipe their ass and stuff with like, like towels. And then wash the towels. That's they have reusable so diapers. It's yeah, the same it's fucking thing. It's fabric dude. diapers. Where so do you put the poop? Crazy. Right. Your washer's not clean. Yeah. Have dude. you have you all ever watched um, Intervention? Uh, like a couple apps. Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, it's also a very years. dark show. But <laughs> there's as dark as there's it one app that's so fucking funny. I'll see if I can find a clip. But it's this guy that just, like, won't stop doing drugs. And, like, his family's, like, reading the letters to him during the intervention and stuff. And then uh, his stepdad is reading him a letter and starts crying. And then at the end of it, he just stands up and he's like, Rick, you're a fucking pussy, dude. You cried. You're a bitch, dude. You guys are fucking idiots. (laughs) But, like, makes fun of his stepdad for crying and being heartfelt. And then just fucking runs out of the building. But I remember seeing that and just being like, oh. That is pretty gangster, That's though. pretty good. That's pretty G. Mm-hmm. Rick, you're a fucking pussy. Especially to be the stepdaddy and let let your emotions oh, fly for once. You're, I love you like my own son. He's like, dude, are you crying? <laughs> the fuck? You might be a pussy, Rick. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's why he loves him. It's a trauma bond. Yeah. Fucking, uh, what do they call it? Attachment theory or something. I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. trauma bond's a thing. Yeah, bro. He wants what he can't have. We have a trauma bond after the fucking Freemason show. Yeah, yeah. bro. We're fused. We're fused for all eternity, buddy. It's me and you. And that Hispanic lady. It's also <laughs> three of us. <laughs> I'm just yeah, looking I at mean, you. Uh, <laughs> what, you. What are you saying? I'm not attached to you? But what am I? Mincemeat? Hey. Oh. What is mincemeat? Uh, I think it's just like... Meat f- that's been minced? You know, like particle meat, board? Which is minced. I think it's like particle board, but meat. Ah, <laughs> particle nice. meat. I forgot particle to tell meat. you guys, I got a sponsor for the app. Oh, shit. This would be a good thing to take us out on if you want to go ahead and read the sponsorship copy. Just me, or do me and Ethan switch off no, for you the can dates? Go. Just me? Yep. Well, folks, 1762, degenerate gambler John Montague invents the sandwich as a means of eating at the table during a 24-hour poker binge. 1899, Giovanni Amato, a baker from Portland, Maine, invents the Italian sub. Damn. 2015, Subway Sandwiches spokesperson Jared Fogel is sentenced to 15 years in prison for crimes against humanity. Crimes against humanity. Well, all right. 2024, Quiznos Sub celebrates 43 years of no criminal indictments. 
by offering $4 off all large subs. Woo. Quiznos. Never forget. And if you Damn, use our dude. promo code, folks, butthouse420, yeah. you'll get fucked in the ass by me all night. No, this is dead. actually true. Go to quiznos.com, use butthouse420, and you'll get $4 off any large sub. Uh, the promotion doesn't hit until after you order, but it will be there. But believe you me, after you order, it hits. It hits. It really hits. Speaking of hits, I think we hit this one out of the park, boys. Yeah, buddy. We fucking nailed it. Good job, boys. Get out of here. All right. And on that note, now I want an Italian sandwich, but not from Subway. There's nothing hey. Italian about an Italian from Subway. It's the Butt House. <laughs> butt House. Sayonara, baby. Base. 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 How low can you go? Death row. What a brother, brother know. Roll.